Recorded on Thursday, November 15th, 2012, Infocom Award winners. This podcast is brought to you by Rave Pubs Radio and sponsored by Mitsubishi Electric, makers of all fine things AV. You can learn more about them by visiting www.mitsubishielectric.com. And to hear our podcast and all the other podcasts produced, you can visit www.ravepubsradio.com. Welcome and thank you everybody for being here with us. We're so excited. We have a very special podcast for you today. We are here and so pleased to have on as our guest the Infocom International Award winners in 2012. So we have with us here today two of the award winners. We have Women in AV Award winner Melissa Dillman with Kramer Electronics and we have the Young AV Professionals uh, Award winner Christina Minahan with Vizex. Thank you, ladies. Uh, we're so excited to have you here with us. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Jennifer. Great. From all of us, and especially us in the women side of things, we want to say congratulations. Amazing job on winning the Infocom Awards. These are awards that started in 2009, and they have two um, women in AV who they recognize every year and two young AV professionals. So you both um, won one of those awards. Melissa, tell us about the award that you won and who you are. I'm Melissa Dillman with Kramer Electronics. Um, I won the one of the top women in AV uh, award for Infocom this year. For I spent a lot of time in educating and training different people in the industry. Great. How about you, Christina? So I'm Christina Minahan, and I'm with Visix Inc. and I'm a sales engineer, and I won the Young AV Professional Award. I'm, you know, I'm, I, I believe it's because of my technical experience, my technical background. I um, have a bachelor's in management information systems and then I earned my MBA and I've been with several hardware and software manufacturers in the industry and it is, it is nice to be recognized. Hopefully, uh, we can get, you know, as a young professional, hopefully we can get some some good young blood um, in the industry to to keep it keep it fresh and to, to keep keep it in innovative. Perfect. Yes. Well, congratulations again, ladies. And, you know, Christina, I, you brought up a good point and something that's sort of come up a lot in terms of how we've talked amongst all of our different podcasts anyway, is about young professionals. So, you know, you both are just incredibly humble about what it is that you actually won. I mean, you both were recognized as in your award category, one of the top two professionals in your industry. So from um, the young AV professional side, what is it exactly, you know, we've talked about as our industry, we need to get more young people in our industry. What do you think are some of the things that we can do to make that happen? Well, of course, you know, recruiting um, at universities is, is something that is, I guess, maybe an obvious tactic, but also encouraging um, lots of different uh, roles and maybe areas of, of study. So, you know, uh, you know, marketing and sales, but also engineering, 
software and hardware, you know, technical side of, of things. Um, so hopefully we can get, you know, young professionals and, and of course, women from lots of different um, areas. Um, and, and I think that it's, it's very nice to have, you know, some, some technical background uh, women uh, that are involved in making decisions in companies. I think it's nice to have a, you know, a nice broad range of, you know, types of people and types of backgrounds. So, so hopefully um, we can encourage um, more women to be involved in uh, lots of different areas in the, the companies that are in the, the AV industry. And then, Melissa, you were being incredibly humble when you said that you have taught a lot of people. You actually, for Kramer Electronics, go around the country teaching uh, the Infocom certification class. And you teach that to professionals, uh, a prep class in order of that. And, you know, how many CTS holders have you certified? Well, um, we don't, we can't track how many we actually get certified. However, we do track how many come through our classes. And through our classes, we have trained over 800 people in the last two years, just in making them become more aware of how to obtain their CTS and to do the Infocom CTS prep course, which um, we just finished one here in Houston. I'm really excited to say that I had four lovely ladies who joined us for that class. and Woohoo! Uh, <laughs> that is um, highly unusual. I think that's the most women I've ever had in one of my classes. So out of 30, we had four ladies, and they were all very excited to know that um, through the efforts of WAVE and Kramer Electronics, we were happy to um, provide them with scholarships for their CTS prep training class. And they're very excited about that. And there's some real up-and-comers, some women who uh, one of them is an owner of a company. And that's really exciting. So it was great to have them in the class. Uh, we will be happy to offer a bunch of new training classes, all kinds of different technology trainings, especially focusing on the digital transition, that we will certainly be happy to have all the ladies come join us and, and learn more about the industry and uh, what it is we do, and if there's anything that they feel they would like training on, I'm always happy to develop it. So we're looking forward to a, a very exciting 2013. Great. It's going to be very exciting. So um, I think more training opportunities, certainly, uh, for everybody. So Great. it's going to be good. And you are also not just as a woman in AV, uh, but as a professional in the AV industry, you are one of uh, an even more exclusive group of people that actually just does not hold your CTS, but you also hold your CTSD and your CTSI, which is just phenomenal. I can't imagine that there is more than 100 people. I think it's actually, is it even less than 100 people that hold both of those certifications? Globally, at Infocom at the show last year, I believe we just broke 100 people who tested at the show, and it just put us over the edge. But there are, are there are just around 100 people who hold all three of the designations. I'm fortunate enough to be married to one, so between <laughs> the two of us, I think... Uh, so far, I think we're still the only married couple in the industry to hold all the designations. Oh, that's so, <laughs> not to be not a little competitive, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little competitive, much. Um, uh, but you know that that leads it to a whole. I spent years convincing myself and telling myself that I didn't have the experience, I didn't have the knowledge, I I couldn't do it, and it was through a lot of 
a lot of acknowledgments and persuasion and encouragement from both my husband and Lou Nanny, who used to be the head of certification at Infocom. They were relentless in telling me I could do this. So eventually they convinced me to give it a shot, and, uh, and I did. And I, I find that with a lot of people I talk to, it, it's that uncertainty. So a lot of people will tell you that I am certainly relentless in my pursuit of them and the fact that I like to encourage them and help them um, get through the hurdles so that they can go and get those advanced certifications. Wonderful. Well, ladies, I mean, congratulations again. It's your leaders in our industry as women and as a lot of the the driving force for women. We certainly admire and and look up to you and, and all of your accomplishments. And this award and these recognitions that you have are so incredibly well deserved, both of you. And I mean, let's let's talk about um, women in our industry. We are, you know, currently taking and undergoing a demographic survey to try to figure out sort of where we stand. But where is it that you see us as women in our industry? We're from the STEM sort of technologies type area that is certainly uh, male dominated. But, you know, where do you see us as ladies standing right now? Uh, Melissa, you want to go ahead and start? You know, I, I think we're there. I think we're in the industry. I think, though, that obviously we're a smaller percentage, but I believe that we're there. And one of the great things I love about WAVE and its focus is it sort of it shines the spotlight. And it allows us a place to come together so that you can see we become more visible. Um, one of my goals in, in all of this is to become more visible and to allow other women to see that there, there are women in the industry who can achieve um, advanced certifications, who they can then reach out to and ask for you know, suggestions or help or resources. I've been fortunate to seek out and find some of those women who helped me along the way. And, uh, you know, just want to pay that forward and be able to do that for others. There certainly, though, are a lot of great guys in the industry who brought me along. And, you know, those guys, I think we, I like the fact that Women in AV also concentrates on making sure that we recognize them as well. Yeah, great. How about you, Christina? I, I definitely um, see... Um, you know, several women that are strong leaders in the industry, um, you know, business owners, um, you know, trainers, of course, uh, engineers. And so I am, you know, marketing and, and lots of different fields, which is great. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad to learn that there are women in, in a lot of those those different fields and higher ranking members of you know management teams of companies and that sort of thing so so I think that we're we're definitely making progress and I agree with Melissa that it, you know just has to do with visibility and encouragement that you know that you know women can have a voice in the, in the industry whether it's you know speaking at industry events um, you know, the, the Infocom show, that sort of thing, um, and become, you know, thought leaders and really, uh, really make a difference. So I, I think that there's a, definitely a big future for, for women in the industry. 
It's really fantastic. We just want to take a moment to thank our sponsors and those who make this podcast and all the other podcasts available. This Women in AV Wavecast is brought to you by Rave Pubs Radio in partnership with Mitsubishi Electric. You can hear this and all the other podcasts if you visit www.ravepubsradio.com. Awesome, ladies. One of the things, it's not shifting gears a little bit. One of the things that's recently kind of come up that I'd like to hear your thoughts about is, unfortunately, as we all know, and you know, it's been well documented, Hurricane Sandy really came through and just affected and impacted the Northeast in just really traumatic ways, and in ways that many people will be feeling the effects of for years to come. There are still At one point in time, there was 8.5 million people without power. It's down to, I believe, under 100,000 right now. Um, But but it was just a real tragedy and just completely devastating. And, And our hearts and prayers go out to everyone. We have partnered with Rave Publications, JD Systems, Digital Sales, and an organization called ITDRC, Partners in Sound Communications, Kramer Electronics. Melissa has incredibly stepped up in that area. So one of the things that I was hoping that we could talk about was, obviously, you know, that is something that is is devastating from a, a personal level, and it's also very devastating from a professional level. A lot of businesses have been affected. So what is it that you guys see from Hurricane Sandy, and, and what are your thoughts about it, and how it's affected people, and how it's affected the AV industry? Christina, you want to start? Sure. The, of course, there there might be projects that have been put on hold or, or maybe canceled, that sort of thing. And so, of course, um, just, you know, patience um, when it has to do with, you know, any uh, uh, AV projects that are in that area. Um, and and something that, that may be very helpful is, you know, so, so my company has lots of um, integration partners um, in the Northeast. And so just being uh, patient with them as far as whether it's um, credit or, or any, anything like that, you know, uh, invoicing and, and whatnot. I think that that's very helpful. And of course, um, contributing to Red Cross organizations and any of the other uh, organizations that help with medical assistance and, and food and supplies for that area. Um, so, so those are the types of things that I, I feel uh, would be very helpful to focus on. Melissa? Well, you know, Kramer Electronics, we are headquartered in New Jersey. We are extremely grateful and thankful that none of our, our uh, staff were hurt severely. Um, they certainly suffered through uh, not having power and trees down, but nobody's homes were completely wiped out. Some minor damages were done. Um, however, our extended family did live in some of the areas that were hardest hit. Uh, we're extremely grateful at the outpouring that we received from our client base uh, as our offices were down for a week with no power whatsoever. Uh, what was really unique was our families who lived in the area pulled together and as power came up and connectivity came up, we were literally working out of people's kitchens trying to at least take care of any critical problems that people needed from us. It was a real team effort. I'm extremely excited and proud of our leadership, Dave Bright. He has um, donated money 
as an organization, we've donated money, we've donated uh, supplies, etc., and are, are out there. We also have their full support in the ongoing efforts that we've been working with with WAVE and um, trying to coordinate, uh, I think, the uh, opportunity to be able to, if we can get these projector, projectors and the ability to show these uh, the Macy's Day Parade to the folks that are still in shelters, it's, it's some sort of resemblance of normalcy for them. And hopefully um, we can find everybody to support that and make that work. I know the Manufacturers Council put it on their agenda to discuss how, as manufacturers, we can all help out. I've heard great stories about companies offering extended terms and being able to help with uh, providing supplies and whatnot. So I'm real excited that there's been some movement our industry is extremely supportive of each other, uh, and and that's in it. That's a really cool thing about our industry, that we take care of our own. So, going forward, um, looking forward to uh, hopefully helping these people get back on their feet and uh, make it all better. So, as I've seen the, you know the the terms been used, they're entering a new normal. However, we as an industry can help them um, be remiss to not mention access networks. Access networks, and it's sort of the the power of social media, was how I saw after it happened. It was through a blog that uh, JD Systems that I saw that is out of Staten Island is working in in support of the Carl V. Binney Memorial Fund, who was a firefighter that was tragically lost during 9-11. But that fund and and those folks that are, are running that they're in Staten Island and immediately came out and are in support and helping those that have been affected worse than they were uh, so that was just you know that was one way that I just I saw and it would just really just took me um, by the heart to say you know my gosh how can we help you um, just seeing that they were the outpouring that they were doing to help others and access networks in collaboration with the ITDRC, which is um, an IT disaster response center, and um, these are folks that responded from Texas and um, drove their bus up to the New York, New Jersey area to get um, satellite connectivity, knowing the infrastructure was completely decimated, um, to try to put in um, some Wi-Fi spots and access networks, as I saw um, through um, Twitter and social media, is actually donating equipment to help them. So. It is just really amazing to see how our industry has come together um, to help each other and to to be supportive of each other, knowing that we're such a small community um, and, you know, that in the best of times, um, we are there for each other. And certainly in times when it's tough, um, even more so, you know, um, we look out for each other. And um, if you want to get involved, um, any of the listeners, you can find more information about that on uh, ravepubs.com or you can go to womeninav.com. There's plenty of ways that you can help in terms of donating your time, volunteering your time, um, and just really getting involved. And again, thank you to to everyone who has been um, helpful in in terms of leading those types of efforts. Um, social media, um, you know, I think that that brings up sort of an interesting um, sort of you know topic of discussion. It was through social media where we were able to 
immediately get information about those that needed help, um, how we could help, and it was that that really spurred the efforts. Um, what are your thoughts? And Christina, let's hear from you. What effect and what impact do you see um, social media having on our industry in the future? And, and do you see any difference between genders? Do you see it um, more women are involved in that and or will be? Or um, what do you think about social media and you know what it means for our industry in the future? Sure. So um, it, it's definitely a very, very important communication medium where, you know, just making sure that, you know, different parties are informed. Um, you know, I, I learn a lot about the world and, uh, you know, of course, friends and family, but world events um, and just keeping up to date with what's with, uh, you know, current events. Um, so it's a, it's a very, very important communication medium as, you know, newspapers and, and television used to be, you know, as important. I think social media is, is becoming even more important than those mediums. Um, and, um, and it's also very important for the success of businesses. I'm, I'm very, um, I, I've been involved in the social uh, social media committee um, at Visix um, and, and uh, learning more about what sites are important and and how a company um, can benefit from the the social media medium and um, I think that it is very important um, it's challenging because uh, you do need to uh, keep keep going keep it up uh, keep it up to date and also encourage everyone in an organization to contribute not just the one person that's you know, assigned to social media, um, it's really important to get the the thoughts and the experience um, and the knowledge of lots of people in an organization to make social media, um, you know, a, a valid and um, and um, you know interesting um, uh, medium. So, um, and as far as uh, the you know gender differences. I don't think that it's you know just women. Um, I think that there are plenty of um, uh, maybe even you know younger men that are um, you know involved in social media um, and and developing um, social media um, at organizations. Um, so I don't think it's necessarily um, you know just women or just um, someone that's in marketing. It's kind of it's kind of something. It's important to get comments um, and input from uh, many different areas of knowledge um, for for it to be very you know valuable to to the general public. Um, so I think that it's it's something that lots of different um, uh, uh, areas and of study areas of expertise uh, could be involved with. Great, Melissa. This is. <laughs> So Melissa's going to give us the other side of the coin. <laughs> okay, so Jennifer and I are laughing because um, I am the world's worst at social media. Um, however, you know, you guys are inspiring me to learn this kicking and screaming, but to learn this. Um, I certainly see the value of it in, in the way that the information was coming through so quickly and for those of us who aren't quite as um, achieved at social media we were gathering the information from those who are so uh, I think for 2013 one of my courses needs to be how to introduce social media to those of us who are let's say more seasoned <laughs> 
So why is that? Um, what is it, you know, is what is it that makes you hesitate about getting involved in social media? Because I think it really is an important thing where we tend to find just more so than maybe necessarily um, genders, we find a difference in, you know, the generations of those that mm-hmm. are in our workplace and things like that. So um, we don't find um, many seasoned um, professionals <laughs> that, that are doing it. We find, you know, Christina said, you know, more of the, the younger people doing it. Why, why do you think that is? Um, I think it's change. None of us really like change. Um, you know, it, it's something that we all were comfortable with what we know. Uh, so I think that's probably the biggest piece of it. And as you become <clears throat> more seasoned, it becomes harder, I think, or, or more daunting to take on the challenge of learning the ins and outs of, of the new te- of the new social media things. For some reason, we seem to be just fine with new technologies. Um, you know, bring out the next generation of equipment and we're all on board. But the social media thing, I, it, it's something that spawned certainly in a generation previous to mine. And we just weren't exposed to it. And, you know, we like a newspaper in our hand and a book. And, and so it, I, it's just that resistance to change. And part of it, I think, we can certainly if we change the focus of some of the education geared from that viewpoint, if I can learn it, then surely, you know, the rest of us seasoned folks can. So I'm going to put it on my to-do list for 2013. There you go. My first resolution. Learn how to use social media. That's (laughs) funny. That's fantastic. And I think that, you know, I'm, I'm right on that cusp um, in terms of I love the newspaper. I will always much rather sit down and read a book. Um, and I myself have gone and had to adapt to social media kicking and screaming. So um, I, I certainly can appreciate um, where you're coming from in that regards. And I, I think that maybe one of the things is that the way that social media has been introduced into our world, generally speaking, was the title itself. It's a social thing. So I think as an industry, in some regards, it might be a little bit difficult to make that jump from saying, hey, this is something that people get out and they just talk to their friends. And, you know, especially with the younger generations, you know, they sit there and they, they go so fast with their keyboard and everything. It's it's a little bit challenging sometimes, I would imagine, to take that jump from saying, this is a social platform to saying, hey, this can make my business that much better. I can find new customers. You know, interesting, Jennifer, I, I was in a class, um, led the led a few weeks ago, and a gentleman made the comment that in the near future, email will pretty much go to the wayside. And I can't I wait for that day. And we both sat there and we looked at each other and we, he, you know, he's crazy. Not going to happen. And a little bit later as we were pondering this, he's like, you know, my 16-year-old son never uses email. It's all social media. He, it's Facebook. It's Twitter. It, it's all of that. That's how he communicates. He never opens email. We got thinking about it and realized, as seasoned people, um, <laughs> perhaps, perhaps they're right. There could be a time where um, the social aspect of it, that social media piece, becomes the way that businesses are going to learn to adopt and and activate it. I think part of it has been too that. In that younger inter- generation, they tend to want to share more information. And maybe they're even, to some extent, they are spread out more than what we were in previous generations. You know, it wasn't uncommon. You grew up in the same area and you stayed there all your life 
today, you know, everybody flies to the wind. And I do find that it's easy to communicate with those who are far away. It's nice to know what they're doing um, and being able to have that instant communication with them. So it's just a change, I think, in perception. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll get on board. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and this is Christina. It's, um, it's also, it doesn't have to be just this thing that teenagers do, you know, Twitter and, and um, uh, Facebook and, you know, those types of sites. Um, it has a very strong business case. Um, there are organizations that are embracing this concept of social media and implementing um, the, the idea of, of wikis um, in their organization, which is a, um, a repository for knowledge, uh, documents, um, you know, any kind of uh, knowledge sharing, um, but also um, forum uh, for for people to have discussions about different topics or different issues, um, and so and so I I you know I agree that um, email um, you know maybe it won't completely disappear, but it becomes less and less of the way that people communicate um, either within an organization or with their peers. Um, so so there is there is definitely a, a business case. Um, for the idea of social media and using electronics, different electronic mediums to, um, to communicate um, and to collaborate uh, within an organization. That's a really, really great point. Wonderful. Well, ladies, um, you know, again, we just want to thank you, uh, congratulate you. Um, your awards were amazing. Um, it's fantastic to see you both recognized. It's so well-deserved. And congratulations and thank you so much for being leaders in our industry, both as professionals, as women, and um, Christina, especially for you um, as being um, one of our up-and-coming leaders. It's, it's really fantastic and, and well-deserved. If people want to get in touch with you um, and or your company, how can they do that? So the, the best way to, to get information about Visix is visix.com, um, the website, and, and you can uh, communicate with the company that way. Or please, anybody, please find me on LinkedIn under Christina Minahan um, and, and connect with me. Um, I'm, and I'm interested in, you know, and bettering my career and, um, and, and advancing my career and then uh, spreading out and getting the visibility like, like Melissa was, was discussing. Um, so those are the best ways to, to contact me. Great. Thank you. How about you, Melissa? Hey, I can be found at www.kramerus.com. If you look on the training tab, I'm all over it. Or um, just don't try to Twitter me. Um, not yet. Not until next year. <laughs> not until next year. <laughs> I have a month left. Um, but I can, I'm also on LinkedIn, or they can certainly, I still use email. Um, so M. Dillman at Kramer US. Great. Well, thank you, ladies. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today and, and sharing your insights and, and thoughts. And um, congratulations. And uh, we'll look forward to hearing and, and following you in the future. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Jennifer. Thanks for having us. Great.
And thanks, everybody, uh, for listening. Stay with us uh, next month. Uh, we'll bring you another Wavecast. And again, thanks to our sponsors, Rave Pubs Radio and Mitsubishi Electric. You can listen to this and all the other podcasts on www.ravepubsradio.com. Thanks. <laughs>